Welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson. I'm here to encourage you in your walk with God. Thank you for joining in. Today's podcast is sponsored by Cunningham Financial Group. John Cunningham is a friend of mine and a brother in Christ, and he can help you with financial decisions and future planning. He's been a big help to me and my family, and I commend him to you. You can reach him at 205-913-1720. I am so thankful you're here, so let's get started. Hey, welcome back today. I'm so glad that you're here. Let me begin by thanking so many of you for your encouragement over the last week. You might recall that I recorded the episode late Sunday night after having done some singing with two really special people, Jennifer and Preston. I got home that night and Summer said, did you get it done? I said, yeah, I don't think it's any good, but it is real and it is what I'm feeling. And there were so many who reached out and talked about how it helped them to see the beauty in the things and in the people that God has put around us as we live for eternity. So thank you for that. All right, so as a great payback for all of the wonderful encouragement you passed my way this week, I would like to take the next 18 minutes and just agitate you. Yeah, I know, that's not very kind, but I believe that some good-purposed agitation, specifically as it relates to your world picture, could be very good for you and for me as well. As these next few minutes unfold, there is a great quote I will be sharing with you from an author named Jeanette Winterson related to each of our worldview or picture and how we react when things are introduced that don't fit in it, and a few things we all should start doing to make sure our picture is as good as we think it is. Okay, so let's start with this. What does it mean when we talk about our world picture? Basically, it is the way that you see everything going on in life around you. It is what you believe about things. It is your view of what is right and what is wrong. And every person has that in just about every category of life. When it comes to religion, faith, the Bible, you have a view about that. You have a picture of what is appropriate and how all of that should work. When it comes to the family, what makes for a great marriage? When it comes to parenting, what is the right relationship between parents and children? When it comes to the world and how important work is supposed to be and what is a healthy amount of emphasis upon money, collecting it and spending it. Maybe more interesting and also divisive than all of that is your world picture about the COVID pandemic. What caused it? What is it? What is the right solution for it? I'm sure you have very strong feelings about that. It is your picture of what is right and wrong on any issue. Maybe a better question than what is my world picture is how did you get it? How did you go about becoming so sure on all of those things? 
any of them, you pick it, your position on vaccines or taking pig worm killer from the feed store? How did you come up with your incredibly strong convictions on mask wearing or church attendance in COVID times? I'll back my way through some of the examples I gave you earlier. I can see that you've locked down appropriate parenting. Where did you come up with all of those conclusions? Your approach to marriage and some of the ways you handle your differences, why are you so convicted about that? Why does it have to be that way? How about church and faith? I can tell it's very clear. Everybody knows you have very definite ideas about what saves versus what does not save, what the church ought to be doing versus what it ought not to be doing, what pleases God versus what does not. You have a world picture, meaning everything around you as it relates to God, you know the way it's supposed to be. How did you get that? If you are like me, you have to admit, I got that from an accumulation of things. I got it from the way I was raised, where I was raised, by whom I was raised. Part of it is affected by my own experiences, the life I now live, the people I spend time around, the church where I was raised, and the church where I now worship. Some of it is affected by which news channel that you watch to determine if you are a CNN oriented thinker, or Fox News, or the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell. If you don't know what I'm talking about, good for you. Let's move on. You see what I'm saying? I know you have a way of seeing things, but are you willing to say, look, my world picture is the accumulation of my experiences, inputs that I have received, my emotional reaction to those things, and I've made some decisions, which is great. You can do that. But are you beginning to see, would you please consider, that those conclusions, those pictures are not perfect? Here is my position on most of that. Unless you are talking about a belief, a worldview, a position that is directly addressed and clarified in the New Testament By the power of God? Can you really be sure about anything? I know that was probably a controversial statement, and I should go back and change it, but I'm just not going to. You might say, well, Chris, you can be sure of things. This table in front of me is made of wood. I'm absolutely sure of that. Okay, yeah, you can have worldviews where the evidence is so obvious that no one can deny it. But would you say everyone's world picture on everything has that kind of evidence? Yeah, me neither. So here is the first thing I want you to do. I want you to access some level of humility with regard to things that you truly believe in. If those things are the sum total of all kinds of various inputs and cultural cues around you, as they are for you and me and many others, Can we at least say, this is my world picture on the pandemic. This is my world picture on politics or parenting. But I will admit, I could be wrong about that. 
or at least be able to say, you know, it's possible that I don't have all of the information on that. That is certainly true with reference to our present health crisis. Maybe you could say, I'm not an expert in those fields, so possibly there are things I don't even understand. Or how about, maybe some of the people I trusted to tell me things from which I've reached conclusions, it's possible they were mistaken or had some kind of an agenda. Now, hear me clearly. I'm not saying to abandon your view on things. I'm saying to temper it with a sense of humility and with an expectation that with more information and maybe even better information, I'm thinking about faith here and salvation and the church. What if we go back to the Bible? Is that okay with you? What if we go back and say, I know how you feel, I know what you believe, let's go double-check it. Are you ready to do that? Let me read the first half of Jeanette Winterson's quote so you can see where we're going with this. She writes this, Most of us spend a lot of time censoring everything we see and hear. Does it fit with our world picture? And if it doesn't, how can we shut it out? How can we ignore it? How can we challenge it? We are continually threatened in life. So I have to say, great authors can do this. I feel like with just a few words, she reached down into a dark portion of my soul and started pointing at things. I do this. I'm so convinced that I'm right, based on all kinds of different factors from my life, that when I hear something that doesn't fit, it doesn't matter who is saying it. They may be an authority on the topic. They may be a good friend or a preacher or my spouse. If it doesn't fit my view of things, I instantly want to shut it out, ignore it, or most often, in my case, challenge it. But do you see what is happening there? If what I believe to be true is the accumulation of information that I have, and I instantly reject any new information that doesn't fit it, my view is flawed instantaneously. And if my instinct is to fight against, to counter immediately anything you have to say about whatever the topic is, what I am automatically doing is defending how I see things and not the truth. Because when you are defending the truth, you can take in any question or concern or information and the truth can handle it. When you are defending your ways, the way you were raised, what you have always believed. You're not defending the truth, even if you happen to be right about it. You're just defending your view of that truth. So I've had to work pretty hard in my life to counter this immediate defense, but it has totally been worth it. It turns out there are really smart people out there who know more than me, and I've been able to grow to greater things when I was willing to explore beyond the boundaries of my own knowledge in those things. 
So let me give you a few things that I've been doing that have really helped, and I hope that you are willing to do it too, because the result of a better approach to this, the result of saying, hey, this is the way I see it right now. It may not be right, but it's the best I know how. And following that with taking in new information, listening, if it's something you really do care about, well, in my life, in everything from doctrinal truths to hitting better chips and putts, my world picture was flawed. And all of the information from 42 years of life had concreted itself in me in a way where I couldn't see it. I've made some changes, and I live with a lot more peace and a lot more steady growth. So here are a few things to consider. First of all, can we just use the phrase, I don't know, a little more often? I mean, I have an opinion on some things related to current medical events. I've read some stuff. I've heard from friends. I have strong positions, but there are a lot of things about that I don't know. There are things I may not have learned yet. There are things I may not even be able to understand. And with COVID and other issues, there may be information we just don't even have yet or may never get. Why am I acting like my world picture on that is 100% ironclad when it's not? Because you know what? There's a lot about that that I don't know. To the extent that I really care, I'll gather more information if you'd like to share it. And to the extent that other things matter more, you're just going to have to live with me not knowing. But I'll tell you what, I'm not going to force my views down your throat either. I don't know, call me a wishful thinker, but I feel like better relationships might be the result of each person saying, this is where I am, but I'm not sure. Truth be told, we could stand to be that way even with spiritual issues. There are a great many fundamentals of salvation that are knowable and written to be known. And there are other views. I think about the Holy Spirit or the way God's grace works in every heart where it's okay to say, this is what I believe and why, and I guess there's so much there that's beyond me that I don't know. So I'm up for listening and respecting your position. And if you'll accept where I am at the moment, I will respect where you are as well. Let me tell you a second thing that's really helped me not to force my world picture on everyone else. I've really been working hard on this because I wanted it to be real, not fake, and it's helped a lot. If someone disagrees with me on something, if your picture and mine are different, and it has created a situation where confrontation is inevitable. I literally go into that believing that I am probably wrong and you are probably right. Your picture may have inputs, facts, perspectives that I don't have. Again, if you're talking about what the Bible says in order to be saved, that is God's clear view, and I don't question that. But if you're talking about nearly everything else, even what can make my marriage better, or how I could handle my children differently, or what my work is in the church, or whether I should get that shot or not, I'm going to go into this going, you know, I'm probably wrong here, because I only know what I know. And this person probably knows more. 
This allows me to listen, to learn, ask questions to learn, and then, having added something new to my picture, decide if I'm going to redraw it. And that is coming from a person who likes to talk a lot and has a super short attention span. But you know what? Relationships depend on assuming the lower position and giving credibility instantly to someone who sees things different than you do. You might say, well, that sounds like you're giving up. You are admitting defeat. You are saying your position is weaker. But wait, I'm not interested in defending my position. I want to know what's right, or at least have the clearest picture of what is right that's possible. Okay, I hope those two things were helpful. Let me finish the episode with the rest of Jeanette Winterson's quote. I'll go ahead and read the whole thing again. Most of us spend a lot of time censoring everything we see and hear. Does it fit with our world picture? And if it doesn't, how can we shut it out? How can we ignore it? How can we challenge it? We are continually threatened in life, it's true. But once you are alone with a book, and it's also true with a picture or with music, all those defenses drop and you can enter into a quite different space where you will learn to think differently about yourself. Jeanette isn't speaking from a spiritual perspective, but let me make that point as we close. Spend time alone with God. My buddy Benjamin Lee calls it tag. Time alone with God. Sit and think. Just read the word. No agenda. No self-defense. You're not formulating an argument or trying to prop up your ideas. Just read the word. Listen to God. Pray with honesty and openness and humility. I mean, I think we would all admit that God's view is better than our own, wouldn't we? Think through some of these issues, but no one else is watching. No one else is listening. This is just you challenging yourself, considering things, and maybe, Lord willing, changing, growing, learning. And maybe if that becomes a daily exercise for you, when topics come up, whatever they might be, you will have found a way to add more sincerity, more perspective, and more truth, and a real chance to help others with your world picture. Thank you so much for joining in today. If you enjoyed this program, consider sharing it with your family and your friends. And if you're just in search of deeper Bible study or you want to share the message of Jesus with the children in your life, remember to go to creationtorevelation.com. This wonderful company run by Christians provides beautiful illustrations of Scripture from beginning to end, putting the spotlight on Jesus. And remember this, whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.